0: Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your Chief Security Fanatic here, and today we've got to talk about a recent judicial ruling here in the United States because U.S. law enforcement, per this precedent, can basically violate your privacy legally. Now, here's what's going on. And this is something I've actually talked about in the past, but it never got this far in the court system in a negative way, I think. And here's what's up. So here's the background of this. Now, there's a case called Seymour v. Colorado. Now, Denver police executed a search warrant that required Google to provide IP addresses of anybody who had searched for the address of a home within the previous 15 days of it being set on fire. That is basically what is known as essentially a a blanket warrant or a geofenced warrant. Now, the attack... Uh, uh, essentially, this this attack on this home with this fire killed five Sengalese immigrants, including an infant and a toddler. So that's obviously just absolutely horrific. Now, ABC News said that Google wasn't quick to comply with the request uh, for this warrant due to political violations of its privacy policy, but the company eventually relented and handed over the IP addresses without uh, basically any matching names. There were 61 searches made by eight accounts five of which were based in Colorado, where the address is. So police obtained the locals' names through another search warrant, eventually identifying three teens as suspects. Now, police say that one of the boys, Gavin Seymour, of Seymour v. Colorado fame, um, had used Google search for the property's address multiple times before the fire. Now, his lawyer had asked uh, essentially for the evidence to be thrown out as it violated the Fourth Amendment ban on unreasonable searches and seizures by not targeting a specific person suspected of a crime. Remember, they asked for anybody that searched on that address in Google you know, over the last 15 days or so. And got you know X amount of hits, and so there were everybody that was caught up in that, uh, except for the potential suspects. Now, it also should be noted that the police investigation had gone cold, leading them to seek the reverse keywords uh, warrant to identify possible suspects. But here's the crux of this situation. While the court said that Seymour had an, uh, uh, basically a constitutionally protected privacy interest in his Google search history and assumed the warrant was quote-unquote constitutionally defective uh, for not specifying an individual probable cause, the justices, the Colorado State Supreme Justices, decided in a split decision that the police had acted in good faith, meaning that the evidence will be allowed in court despite the warrant being legally flawed. Now, Monica Marquez, one of the dissenting judges, wrote, and I quote, Today the court blesses law enforcement's use of a powerful new tool of the digital age, the reverse keyword warrant, end quote. And yes, she is 100% correct because it's going to get caught up in a whole bunch of things. So, for example... Think about me uh, wanting to know, let's say, the address of some place to go eat, like a restaurant, okay? So I Google a local restaurant, gives me an address that now I know where to go, et cetera, et cetera, probably using the Google Maps, et cetera. Let's say that place gets bombed, gets burned down, gets, you know robbed and essentially it goes cold and they say the case goes cold and they say okay show me everybody that hit that address well now i may be one of 100 or 200 patrons that were looking for let's say that particular popular restaurant in my area and so now i'm a suspect automatically now my rights have to be violated this is what we're talking about and the judge continued the warrant here was invalid and the good faith exception to the exclusivity rule cannot salvage its unconstitutionality Now, the Electronic Frontier Foundation and the Electronic Privacy Information Center, known as EPIC, filed amicus briefs highlighting the privacy implications of reverse keyword warrants. EFF stated that these warrants have the potential to implicate innocent people, as I just mentioned, or target those who search for information about, let's say, abortion uh, in states where it's criminalized. And yes, that is something that I talked about specifically, where you look at Texas, for example, with one of the most uh, stringent anti-abortion laws. Um, you know, coming off of the last decision that that shot down Roe v. Wade, and Texas is within its state right to go to Google and say, "Here's a warrant. Show me everybody that's that's Google an abortion." You know, in the last. 5 days, 10 days, 1 year, whatever it is, and they can basically go on a giant witch hunt. Now maybe I'm looking it up because I'm a student and writing a paper on it in school, and now I have to be interviewed by the Texas police. You know, these are things that 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 are constitutionally enshrined as rights of privacy. Now Google said in their statement and it was important <clears throat> the court's ruling recognized the privacy and First Amendment interests involved in keyword searches. That said, Google's hands are tied. If they've got a legal warrant, that is something that their, their, their lawyers can go to bat for. And Lord knows Google's got very deep pockets to do this. But at some point they're gonna to have to cough it up, living in the legal framework of local, state, and federal law. And so this is something that I think is a huge, huge problem. And 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 as we essentially are giving up so much data, so much information, not just searches, but biometrics. Um, you know, they're reading our emails, if you've got a Gmail account, et cetera, et cetera, that that the police basically have, or law enforcement has a gold mine of information when you are assuming you have a right to privacy. And part of it is nobody reads. The damn privacy policies. If you want private email, go get Proton Mail. Go get something that is significantly more private than something that is data mined to the nth degree. But the majority of the population doesn't read this. The majority of the population, unfortunately, will not see this video or or hear this podcast or listen to this radio segment or you know what, whatever it is. And and that is that is what we're talking about here. We are an uninformed society for the most part, and by virtue of this, most people are not going to understand that their Google searches are open specifically for this thing. Not to mention the fact that maybe I Google something and I mistype it. Maybe I type 123 Main Street as opposed to 321 Main Street and happen to be a, get caught up in a crime. So that's what we're talking about here. This is not a good step, and now the police basically have a legal avenue to basically violate your privacy, and I think that sucks. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at NickAESP, where all of them will give information to law enforcement, same with YouTube as well. What are you going to do? And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please, please, please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.